Anyway, meanwhile, down on the farm, Jamie Mackay from the country. Hello, Jamie. Oh, hello, Andrew. What do the farmers make of the inflation? Well, just before we get on to the inflation, I did flick you a wee story about the Prime Minister doing good work for New Zealand over in Japan today uh, with Trade Minister Damien O'Connor, and they were kind of um, joined by two Kiwi brothers, two human-sized dancing uh, kiwi fruit, and she was pitching to the Japanese business people that they should be buying um, mm. more of our kiwi fruit. You know, we uh, we export six hundred million dollars worth there. But I did see some wag on social uh, media, Andrew, and I don't know whether you saw this one posting a picture of Jacinda and Damien O'Connor standing beside the two um, dancing kiwi fruit, and it was um, uh, titled "Traditional." Japanese fruit bowl, a couple of kiwi fruit and a pair of lemons. Uh, <laughs> and, I thought, <laughs> and I thought it was it was rather yeah. cruel, but uh, kind of witty. And I know that uh, I'm not sure I can vouch for the Prime Minister, but I do know that uh, Damien O'Connor would have a, a bit of a giggle at that one. As yeah. for the inflation, yeah, look, um, 6.9. Everyone thought it would start with a 7. It probably would have if it wasn't for the government taking off the uh, the fuel tax and the road user charges. So, yeah, biggest in 30 years, and I know you've covered this on your show already. Uh, we spoke to Andrew Hoggard today, President of Federated Farmers, on our show, and we tried to get our head around what on-farm inflation would come in at. And I can tell you, and we both agreed, and uh, I'll do some homework on this for you, Andrew, it would be a lot more than uh, 6.9% because obviously you've got fuel, fertiliser, everything it takes to grow a crop or grow an animal has gone up and this has just been exacerbated by what's happening uh, in Ukraine, you know, and there's such big producers in Russia and Ukraine of not only grain but also global fertilisers. So, yep, on-farm inflation's running rampant at the moment and that probably explains why even even though farmers, Andrew, are getting record prices, their, right. yeah. uh, their confidence is at a record low. Yeah, it's surreal, isn't it? And in fact, that was one of the big drivers. The big drivers was, uh, you know, non-tradable stuff and that, that included food. The big drivers were fuel, but yeah, we, we, uh, we subsidised that. Uh, food, uh, in particular fruit, but it, that's also seasonal and housing. So, you know, it's all quite... It's within our control. It's the yeah. yeah, Andrew, that, that fruit one's an interesting one to look at. It's up like, I'm just going off the top of my head here, correct me if I'm wrong, something like 18, 18. year yeah. on year. Yeah, yeah. Huge, huge amount in the last quarter. And when you think about the quarter we've just had, obviously January, February, March, this is traditionally when everything comes on the market. It's at its seasonal high production-wise. Mm. Uh, fruit and vegetables normally get cheaper at this time of the year. And this is just a reflection of the cost of harvesting those fruit and veggies. And we know we're seeing what's happening with apples oh, yeah. and kiwi fruit and, you, and all sorts of stuff. It's just so expensive. And if you're not picking them, uh, therefore, you know, the supply comes down, but the demand's still there. And then, boom, before you know it, there goes the price. Hey, so uh, Miles Harrell from Fonterra has talked out about tax emissions, uh, from about taxing emissions from agriculture. What's taken him so long? What did he say? Well, I, 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 this is just a story I picked up on today. They've been kind of notable by their absence, talking about Iwaka Ekenoa. Uh, obviously, Dairy NZ, Beef and Lamb, Federated Farmers are fronting this. Fonterra's kind of been strangely silent on this one, but Miles has come out today or yesterday and said, yeah, they're, they're agreeing on Iwaka Ekenoa. He's just, incidentally, he was in Singapore. He didn't go on to the... Japan leg with uh, with the Prime Minister, but he was in Singapore promoting our dairy products. Look, um, uh, Groundswell would argue otherwise. 
uh, they would say that uh, Hiwaka Ekanoa options have gone too far and should be scrapped. Greenpeace, if you're looking at the other side of the argument, say they do not go anywhere near far enough and they're uh, also arguing the process should be scrapped. So maybe somewhere between... Two G's, Groundswell and Greenpeace. There is a happy medium, Andrew. (laughs) Good luck finding it. Thank you, Jamie Mackay from thecountry.co.nz.